The following opinions and ideas are that of the host and or contributors of the Eat This podcast and are for the purposes of general information and entertainment only and do not necessarily reflect the thoughts or ideas of the distributor. Broadcasting to the world from inside her closet and high above the streets of Toronto, this is Eat This with Leanne. Here's your host, registered nutritionist, Leanne Philipson. Drum roll. Cue the fireworks and the marching band because this is what 100 sounds like. Come on, I'm like a dancing monkey over here. You say drum roll and of course I have to... Create the You've drum gotta roll. Find the drum now roll. I gotta look for marching bands and <laughs> what else did you say? Fireworks. Fi- oh, and fireworks. Oh yeah, I'm of just course. gonna pull fireworks what out of, of my butt. Why not? Celebration is it if it's not fireworks? But really, I feel like there should be like a letter from the Queen or something. Oh, stop. Like at a hundred. Right. Uh, congratulations, Leanne, on your 100th episode. <laughs> Why, thank you, darling. <laughs> uh, I remember listening to the first woo-hoo. Right? Do you remember that? Because you were the one that chose the music and then asked me. And I got to say, every single time I hear it, I get this supercilious grin on my face that's part enjoyment and part, oh my God, I can't believe that this is like our own thing. Like, it's so cool. <sighs> We've talked about things like sugar is evil. We talked about the vagus nerve, intermittent fasting, keto, paleo, Mediterranean diet, food myths, wondrous water, all about coffee, the good and the bad, gut health. And we did a whole episode on poop. Remember that, Chris? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> you were like, yep. you were like, what are we going to talk about today? Well, and, uh, and, and we didn't we didn't uh, beat around the bush at all. It was all about we, poop, man. And the more recent episode that I had no idea that would land so powerfully for so many people, the one about Candida. I think that was episode 94, 96. Oh, my gosh. That, I've had so many people reach out to me after that one. I don't know if it's like the itching and the vision of, of women sort of sitting and so uncomfortable or somebody I spoke to has cracks in the corner of her mouth and her doctor has continuously told her that it's a cold sore. It is not a cold sore. It is a painful, like worse than a paper cut in your mouth. Anyway, that is Candida, just in case you didn't listen to that episode. And then what else did we talk about? We talked about burnout that sadly so many of us have been dealing with over the past two years. And of course, self-care during the height of the pandemic. Taking care of yourself, it's become a mindset shift that was so needed. And I'm grateful to have talked so much about it because... I needed to hear it for myself. While words often come out of my mouth, I don't realize that it's actually me as well that needs the healing from what we're talking about. 
included in that were episodes about mental health. And again, not only for listeners, but for me, as my daughter has navigated issues to do with her body image, eating disorders. And I didn't know at the time, but I needed to hear those episodes about body image, intuitive eating, and all sorts of topics that we've covered, including drainage, detox, superfoods, the importance of vitamin D, all about the non-psychoactive component of cannabis called CBD. And do you remember, Chris, we even did a live consultation with Roseanne, which was so much fun. Yes. Right? And she was what was she something about wine? And you were like, yes, Roseanne, you go, girl. Right. (laughs) I remember that. It was it was very real because it was it was it was a client of yours. You know, when you said to the client, listen, you're going to have to cut out, you know, alcohols and sugars. And your client looked at you and went, nope, (laughs) nope, not doing it. Seems to be on the upper end. Plus, I have to account for wine. Okay. yes, we haven't got there yet. We We haven't got to dinner. Okay, so so lunch. What does lunch? What does lunch look like? No, maybe towards the end of the day. I'm thinking that she's having coffee. Probably the most. Yeah, I mean, she might have have wine with lunch or something. But no. we haven't got we haven't got there yet. Or it could be breakfast. But she didn't mention it. Chris. <laughs> Don't start rumors. Oh no. Um. Normal people have wine any time of the day. It doesn't just have to be late in the evening, Leanne. All right. All right. <laughs> Understood. Sorry. Assumption made there. I I am on Team Roseanne right now. (laughs) I try to balance my intake, but I don't balance it over breakfast and lunch. I do kind of balance it at 5 p.m., but, you know, okay. I get it. I totally get it. You tell her, Roseanne. You tell her. That's your wine. That's not her wine. That's your wine. And you've got water and you've got coffee. It's all about balance. It's all about portion control, and I can't control my portion, so there's the problem with the wine. Okay. Got it. Okay. And you had her back and I was like, okay, let me explain (laughs) what it is that this, where it, you know, why is it worth it? Why would you bother doing that? Sure. And eventually she kind of came around to it. Right. But nobody likes change. We totally get that. So much research over 5,000 hours with the episode on poop actually being the longest episode. It was well over an hour, if you can believe that. And if I've calculated it right, that those 5,000 hours turns into 208 days. So while we're not going to rehash all those hours, today I eat this with Leanne for you, our loyal listeners. Well, I reached out to them and you have actually spoken this time and shared the most impactful things that you've learned over the last little while and maybe more recently, because that's what everybody remembers unless they're taking their Omega Boost and their DHA. <laughs> so let's get into it with so much input from our loyal listeners. All right, Chris, it's been two and a half years of working together. And I have to say that I have never laughed as much while working as I have during our episodes. It really is just such a giggle. And I still remember our first episode recording, how tense I was. Mm. Oh, it was, I was exhausted after that first one. And I think we recorded it twice. We recorded it over after the first one was just so stilted and just so difficult. And after realizing that I'd been on radio at that point for like seven years, I've always spoken to someone, right? There's always someone I'm having a conversation with and you and your experience and your genius realize that 
And then you set yourself up next to me in the recording studio so that I could direct everything that I was saying to you. It's true. Not many people. And gosh, you're not the only one out there that is not extremely comfortable with directing the entire conversation one way with zero um, feedback, feedback with zero reflection. Yeah. And so yeah. I, I could see your brilliance. I understood your brilliance because whenever we'd have conversations off mic, Yes. You, you you would blow my mind or I would sit there and I was just enthralled with everything coming out of your lips. That's what we need on the microphone. We just need to That's hit right. record to these conversations yep. and it'll work. And sure enough, you took to it like a fish to water and it did yep. not take you long to suddenly go, I got this. And I also remember and thank you for that. I also remember in the beginning, we would we would get rid of your giggles when you would laugh if I said something when we recorded. But then we swiftly swiftly realized that your input is invaluable and welcome not only by me, but also our loyal listeners. (laughs) Chris, like you're an integral part of this, not only as my genius and wizard producer, but also as like as a co-host, really, because your input. You know, everything that you bring is just tremendous. So thank you. I know that you've learned a lot. And while it hasn't stopped you from coming into your studio with a mug full of, I'm never quite sure what's in there. Uh, I'll never forget you eating ice cream while we were recording, which was just, that was just epic. Oh my gosh. It took me such a long time to compose myself after that. That was the best ever (laughs) and i know you haven't given up your egos and your corn syrup despite everything that we've ever talked about so i don't like tell me what what's one thing that stood out for you before we get into what our listeners have, uh, have shared with us okay um well it's funny enough that you brought up the episode about poop because that was one that stood out to me, but it wasn't specifically about the poop coach jay mentioned something called eav Yes. All right. And that's that's the electrical acupuncture according to volt voltage. Right. Yeah. It's a machine he uses to sort of Mm -hmm. kind of get an idea of what's happening inside with your internal organs and all that kind of stuff. And he talked about using the meridians in your hands and your feet. That you do a method of testing because you've done it on me called EAV. Can you share a little bit more about that and and what the benefit is, especially as we're gonna you know dive deeply into digestion and poop and everything that goes on goes along right along exactly. With that? So a lot of people who come to see me um, actually they usually go to their doctor first as they should, and the doctor may run some tests and find that medically there's nothing going on, which we call like a clinical evaluation. So all the tests show up okay, but that person still doesn't feel good. Well, now they're in what's called a subclinical position. And in a subclinical position, medically, there's nothing wrong. And so the EAV, which is just a technique, a, a type of uh, testing methodology called electroacupuncture according to Vol, I can actually assess how your organs are functioning through the meridians in your hands and in your feet. And if an organ system is stressed out or an organ system is weakened, generally that results in you having some type of symptomology, such as impaired digestion or hormonal issues or skin issues, so on and so forth. So that is my form of assessment, um, mainly because it's for it's, you know, it's not free to the client, but it's relatively uh, inexpensive for the client to actually get results. From a cost perspective, EAV made the most sense for me and just what I can learn very quickly within, you know, 
what, what is it? 20 minutes, half an hour, you have an yeah. idea as to what's going on um, and create an action plan accordingly and kind of take that month by month. So yeah, that's yeah. the technique I use. Wow. What an idea. What a thought. And yeah. why isn't this more clinical? Why is this not on every doctor's, you know, desk yeah. as well as the prescription pad? Absolutely. It's- because it's such an empowering thing to to realize where your blockages are and then also to realize that your body has the capacity to heal itself. Yeah. And really what what the issue is, is what's in the way of that. Exactly. If I had to just pick a couple of things off the top of my head, um, years and years ago, I've been to so many conferences and I do recall it might have been, I think it was my mentor's mentor for the sound therapy testing that I do, which also has got a lot of people, um, really interested. And I remember speaking to, uh, to Peter, very wise old man. And he said, if everything is in alignment, you don't actually need any supplements. You don't need anything extra. And I said, I completely disagree with you. Hmm. I think that there are situations where we get ourselves into deficient issues or issues of deficiency. And I think people need support. And that's also why I created my own supplement line. You take, take this by Leanne. And what rang true for me was when Dr. Davis Brockenshire talked about how much our mind, our thoughts, our gratitude, feeling love, without a doubt impacts our physiology. And there's a couple of times when he's like, yeah, I'm going to go all woo on you here, Chris, you know, this, <laughs> that, that kind of thing. Right. But there was one, and I'll have to remember what episode it was because there's so many that he's been on, but for whatever reason, and, and I think it's just in that moment for so many people, different things are going to land. And perhaps in that moment, I just needed to hear it again. And that as well as working on all the self-care and the mental health and, and all of that was really helped me to, to add in the mental health and the self-care aspect to blueberries at breakfast, um, you know, drinking my water, having the herb teas, all of those kind of things. Like it has to be, it's all part and parcel. It's not just food, which I've always known and I've always discussed with people, but for some reason that really landed. And the other thing for me is B vitamins, methylation, and my personal alcohol and caffeine intolerance. And that's just been something who doesn't love to have a really nice glass of wine and, and of an evening, if you so choose to sit down and have a, and have a drink. I've never been a big drinker, but I got to a point where I just couldn't anymore because, you know, the next morning it was never, ever worth that one, two, three, you know, it could only be half a glass of wine and I would end up with a headache the next day. And I just did not understand it. I'm like, come on, liver, you know what to do. You've been doing it all your life. It's not my first drink. (laughs) (laughs) Or, you know, sometimes I just would like to have a cup of coffee, not only for like that boost, but also because it tastes good. But then I just go would go all crazy shaky. So again, I could never do it. And I do believe that it is the B12 and the B vitamins that I take every day with my Kid Boost and my Alka-C that I think has made a really big difference. And if you typically have a difficult time with alcohol, you might want to take a B-complex before bed because the B-complex vitamins will promote the detoxification of carbohydrates and alcohol. You might want to have some food in your body. 
because that helps absorb some of the alcohol early on and then slow down its release into the bloodstream. And if you didn't follow the rules and you woke up with that familiar feeling of brain fog, sluggishness, a little bit of rage or anger, acoustic sensitivity maybe. Nausea. The usual. Blurry vision. Um Fear of unknown places. Room spinning. It's basically Leanne's Saturday morning. That's what it is. Yeah, like your typical quarantine day. (laughs) If that's the case, you know, some people talk, hey, let's have a big stack of pancakes. You would be better off to skip carbohydrates with breakfast and have foods that are high in sulfur or what we call methyl donors. So if you had a, a big veggie omelet, that would actually help the body detoxify the alcohol quicker as opposed to a you know, bowl of raisin bran. See, they Yuck. should they should advertise that in the in the grocery store. High in methyl doffers, is that what we call it? Donors. Yeah, Don- methyl donors. donors. Yeah, yeah, high in methyl donors. Cheese, spinach, <laughs> Brussels sprouts, broccoli. My favorite is a three-egg omelet with some pepper jack cheese, some garlic and some broccoli because okay. that will help the liver push out whatever's got to go. And uh, if you're ambitious, throw some sriracha or some chilies in there to sweat that. Ooh, yeah, I can just, I can already see the puddle of sweat in, uh, you know, just, just happening. And what if you ate all of that before you went to bed? You wouldn't sleep very well because you'd be (laughs) detoxing like a beast. (laughs) Okay. So hydration, Hydration. B B vitamins. Mm Mm-hmm. And is it worth B vitamins before you go out? And, you can, and, but and that'll decrease your buzz. Oh, okay. So you'll probably end up drinking more because you think you can. Correct. So those are the two things for me that I think. I mean, and there's so much. Oh my gosh, there's so much. We've had so many guests. We've had so much genius. Uh, people with just oodles and oodles of knowledge and education and and so blessed to have so many different people come on Eat This with Leanne. And, you know, it just, we're, we're encroaching on 150,000 downloads over the time. And that does not even include the people that stream it. But I did take a, a top list out of our analytics and still Sugar Berry. I mean, he was episode seven, so it's been around the longest. The Is Sugar Evil in episode seven is still number one in our analytics. Gluten-free ranks up there. The keto diet, which is, was actually the very first episode that went out. Went out. Um, surviving stress, that was another one. The sugarless dream. Why bother eating more plants? That was a really, a really big yeah, one too. I don't get that. No, I don't understand no, that one at all. <laughs> I don't, I don't. Yeah. That, but I mean, again, that was episode five. So analytics and, and, you know, wise has been around for a long time. Right. Now, more recently, the vagus nerve that just shot straight up and that was uh, episode 86. So, you know, we've got some new ones in there for sure. And uh, the wondrous water. That was also a top hit as well. Anyway, like I said, I reached out to our loyal listeners on social media and in my newsletter that I send out every week from leannephillipson.com and sproutright.com. And to mark this episode, I just thought it would be really cool to see what has resonated, what's been impactful. And so let's share some of those. So first up, 
Beth wrote in and she said, first, I must say, I love your podcast. It's so informative and helpful. I always come away with a nugget to chew on. <laughs> See what she did there? Or <laughs> information that's relevant on All what, right. I'm, All what right. I'm working on. Listen, I, Beth. Nice one, Beth. Uh, right? Listen, Beth, I do the comedy <laughs> here, not you. All right. So let's ah. let's get that straight. All right. If you start making funny, then they don't need me. <laughs> I, <laughs> Oh my God, wait till we get to what Val had to say because oh. she's going to totally challenge. Oh my God, it's so funny. Okay, she goes on to say, you present the information in a clear and concise way that everyone can understand. The most mind-blowing bit that I learned was the vagus nerve. I love hearing from Dr. B and your banter and questions together are so helpful. Now, in the case of anxiety, mental health, depression, my daughter, having had you know a lot of mental health issues over the past year, um, then somatic therapy came up to to look into. So what what's where's the tie-in between the mental health issues and the vagus nerve? In mental health, we look at you know cognitive behavioral issues. You can look at physiology. You can look at neurotransmitters and brain chemistry and all that stuff. But the easiest way to understand this relationship is. If somebody's coming unglued, whether it's anxiety, depression, doesn't matter, and somebody says, dude, you need to get a grip, the ability to get a grip is tied to the vagus nerve. Okay. So if that nerve is inflamed or infected or malnourished or injured, you literally can't get a grip. And if you were to take medication to try and help the brain get a grip, it usually backfires and causes other unwanted issues because like I said in the beginning, this is a cranial nerve. This is brain tissue. This is an extension of the brain. Mm. It was very difficult to put chemistry into this nerve and make it behave. Uh, and the other problem with pharmacology is they're not really looking at this nerve. They're looking upstream at neurotransmitters like serotonin, uh, epinephrine, norepinephrine, so on and so forth. Okay. So you mentioned, what was all of that? Chris, help me with that one. So not enough nutrition. Mm -hmm. Is there something specific other than magnesium or that's the, that's the main one, B vitamins, B12, anything else? Yeah. All the Bs, anything metabolic, you got to lay off the stimulants. Coffee. A lot of people are, well, not just coffee, but I see a lot of younger people talk about dating ourselves, younger people, you know, in their thirties, <laughs> those younger people in their thirties who uh, live on energy drinks. Right. They're working hard. They're working long hours. I get it. But as you mainline those energy drinks and strip your body of essential minerals, at some point, the bill comes due right. and you crack. And not from a chiropractic point of view either. It, you crack the wrong way right. and, and you start to shatter uh, your, what we call your consciousness. Yeah. So you no longer perceive the world around you um, in a, a stable, healthy way. Everything is threatening. There is no safe space. And so one of the questions I ask people if we're talking about the vagus nerve is, hey, um, do you feel safe? Because if the answer is no, you've got altered vagal function. Now, as, as part of her EFT work, which is emotional freedom um, technique work, she was learning about the vagus nerve. The journals, the studies are really hard to wade through, but this podcast made it plain and simple. 
she started ending her showers with cold water and she's noticed a difference. Now, I have to say I've skipped the odd shower lately because sometimes I'm just too damn cold and turning it on that shot of cold at the end is like, I'm not sure I can do it. And then other times I just do it and don't even think about it and just that's it. I'm I'm done. And then just stand there and go, okay, just breathe, just breathe. And then, <laughs> then I'm fine. Anyway, so her difference is, is that she's less achy. Her weight loss has accelerated and she overall feels better. Her second, uh, favorite podcast was the one that we did on Candida. Oh my gosh. So much helpful information there. She was spurred to do a yeast cleanse because her information prompted me to go, yeah, that's what happened last time. She also loves you and I together, Chris. Just hearing me laugh with you makes her giggle as well. Good. So thank you for all that you do to inform and educate us. Aw. Well, see, we're like, a couple, we're like a couple of drinking buddies. Of course, I'm the only one drinking. But anyway. I know. I've got my cup of tea here, of course. <laughs> and, my, and my water. And I never know what's in Chris's mug. Anyway. And you're never going to find out. Probably not. All right. John Williams. Now, he loved episode 86 and 88. There's a theme here to this vagus nerve. So John uh, said that the vagus nerve was best for me. Dry mouth breathers also helped a great deal. He shared the information and told his friends where to get help for their ailments. Thank you, Leanne, for at least one full night's sleep in years. All right. That's that's powerful. I had a yep. I had a close friend of mine uh, who when she heard the episode, she taped yeah. her husband's mouth shut while he was sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> and how did that go? I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Maybe you shouldn't be texting that to me. I don't want to be a, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to know. And he said, no, nah, he woke up right away, unfortunately. But he did stop snoring. It was great. And he, she's like, wow. I'm just doing it for your health, sweetheart. And he wouldn't listen and to the podcast. for po- her health so that, so, that she could list, so that she could sleep. Exactly. He wouldn't listen to the podcast to get the true health benefits of the uh, the, the mouth, right. closed mouth breathing. But yeah. uh, it, it, yeah. did, it did make me laugh that, that she's, she took it right to heart and, and grabbed the tape. <laughs> Stuck it on his mouth. Yeah. Oh <laughs> I'll just, I'll never forget when Dr. Friedman said that he used duct tape across his whole mouth yes. in the beginning when he first started doing it. Because that's like, as soon as you hear mouth, uh, you know, mouth taping, that's where my mind goes to. Like, what are you talking about? And just to really clarify, we're talking about a very small piece of tape that just gently holds yes. your mouth yes. pretty much closed. So that it's not like wailing open and then you're really breathing through your mouth. So <laughs> if you're just hearing this for the first time and you did not hear that episode, please don't go getting the duct tape from the, from yes. the tool drawer. That's not what we're talking about. In the early days, they used to use waterproof tape that you would get at your local pharmacy. Um, I do this myself. I use one inch thick. Uh, I would put it from my nose from here down to the chin. In the early days, I thought I had to go across for fun. I just also used to put an X across to freak out the wife. Um, kind of Scary. like if you remember your X files, I'd, I'd tape my eyes and tape my my lips to oh boy. make her wonder what did she marry. I'm glad, I'm glad you made it to the morning. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I guess I have some qualities that make sense for her, <laughs> but the taping was an amazing breakthrough for me because 
Um, I never snored, so that was one thing. But I tried it on myself, and I found I woke up, and my nose was crystal clear. And it was incredible to me. I mean, I, I wasn't expecting that, but my nose was it, – it cleanses itself out when it has to be used, and the body knows what to do. So I tried it on my son, who had large adenoids and large tonsils, and and snored. And I did it on him, of course, was freaked out of my tree. So I stayed in his room all night to make sure and he was how, okay. how old was he when you did this? I think he was about six at the time. Okay. And he was, he was really awesome because he said, sure, dad, no problem. I'll do this. And he didn't snore and he was fine. And I'd, I'd put my hand up to his nose like every couple of minutes to sure. make sure he was still breathing fine. And he was more quiet when he was sleeping and he was more still and there was no snoring. And the next morning he said, this is great. And then my daughter, who was three at the time, asked if she can do it. <laughs> so, so she wanted, you know, monkey see, monkey do. Of course. And they started asking for it. All right. So from a, a long time and loyal listener, I've heard from Courtney before. Now, Courtney is a male. Courtney, uh, which I also goofed on. Sorry again, Courtney, when he had sent something in. And I think I just read Courtney and just carried on with the narrative. So I do know that Courtney is a chap. He's a guy. So he said, I've enjoyed listening to every episode up until now. I had to read that twice in the beginning because I kind of thought up until now, what's coming next? Anyway, <laughs> it's amazing um, how I'll see a subject and think I'm not really interested in this topic, but I'll still listen and find myself engaged and learning so, uh, learning and submerging in something new. You and Chris make an amazing team. Over your last 100 podcasts, I've learned how bad sugar is. I've started with the Barry Friedman episodes. You might remember me reaching out uh, to me and telling us that he did Barry's challenge for a month and quit eating sugar in all of its forms. I do remember that. And I was just like, yes, impact. This is awesome. So that changes outlook on sugar and he's still trying to limit how much he takes. Now he's listening. He's looking forward to this episode. So there you go, Courtney. And he actually had some, uh, some questions for us that we'll address in, in um, season three sometime in 2022. And that's about how someone stays healthy while they're a shift worker. So what can you eat? What should you eat? Um, so I think that's a pretty good one because whether you're like a gamer all night or you actually have to go to work, I think I think there's value in that. So thank you very much, Courtney. Now, Kate Greenfield, she shared the number one thing that blew me away was the importance of the vagus nerve. Like I said, there's a theme here with mm. Dr. B. Wow. How stress stress has such an impact and the ways in which to improve it. I've started new habits like cold showers, practicing meditation more often, watching your heart rate variability. If that comes from the aura ring or maybe from your, your watch um, and doing more practices like yoga and Pilates. She said her husband loves the podcast as well. And thank you so much for being such a great source of healthful information. That's so entertaining. All right. Now, one last one about the vagus nerve and uh, Dr. B is going to, you know, if he listens to this, which I'll share it with him, he's going to have a nice big fat head to try and get through the door <laughs> into his practice again. He won't, be able to, un- he won't be able to fit into his wine cellar. Well, exactly. There's that, right? Because <laughs> that's where he records from his wine cellar while you're in your bathroom on my closet. 
Now, Nikki on Instagram, uh, she's actually a patient of Dr. B's. And she said, I loved your two part episode on the vagus nerve. Thank you so much. I had adrenal issues for years in this episode tied together how the vagus nerve impacts all of those things. And of course, she loves the nuggets of information from Dr. B. Now, I just want to say that the relationships that you hear on these episodes really do come from a genuine connection. And the people that I seek out, I'm always really trying to create that connection. And of course, through laughter a lot of the time, then that eases people's nervousness as they're being interviewed. But I really believe that that's something that shines through and and that is authentic on Eat This with Leanne. Would you agree, Chris? Absolutely. There's nothing, there's nothing more disarming than a good laugh, than a good belly laugh, right? And then suddenly the shoulders drop and the eyes lift and the face relaxes. It's, it's, it's so infectious. It changes the the total tone of an interview. Totally. All right. Another comment. Well, this came in from Carrie Dalton. She said, uh, I think the episode I've told friends and family about is number 61 on wondrous water hearing about all the medications and the estrogens in the water was crazy. So I bought a a Berkey water filter that day and she absolutely notices a difference in the taste. So thank you to Dr. B and also to Scott from Conscious Water. Okay, so you said that this has been around since when? Yeah, since the 1830s. So, like, uh, they were filtering water back then. Yeah, so that seems that that seems like very, very ahead of the times. Yeah, it, it's wild. So, I have all the history on my website, which is uh, consciouswater.ca. You can click on the history tab. Um, yeah. But basically, Queen Victoria in the 1830s was realizing the Thames River was getting polluted and people okay. were getting sick. So she asked uh, John Dalton, who later became Royal Dalton. He was actually knighted because of his work making the first gravity-fed water filter. Um, So he created the first ceramic gravity-fed water purifier. Uh, It worked great. It was was used in, in laboratories and hospitals and then worldwide. The Berkey system is a direct evolution of Dalton's first uh, invention. That's fascinating. What a yeah. tremendous story. Yeah, so that's I one of the reasons I, I, yeah, just, you know, with that kind of history proven worldwide, like, well, you, you can't go wrong. They've been around so long. People are loving them. And uh, who knew I could filter water with my grandmother's beautiful Royal Dalton? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, again, a pinch, right? If the apocalypse yeah. happens and we need clean water, grandma, sorry, but I'm going to have to borrow the Royal Dalton. Give me that teacup and let's see how long it takes to filter it through. I come back in a year maybe and it, and it'll evaporate it. I won't have gone through it. Silly. Yeah. Now, I do have a lot of clients that either come from listening to the episodes or that come to me anyway, and then they start listening to the episodes because there's a lot of what I want them to hear and kind of, you know, educate them on. So, Brenda, she had some lovely things to say, and she said that I, I speak to many of my experiences with you and encourage my friends to listen to your podcasts. As they say, you can lead a horse to water. By the way, the influence of your podcast, I also bought a Berkey. Uh, She said, we've had it for about three weeks and we are indeed drinking more water. Yay! (laughs) It may be a honeymoon, but the water is very light tasting. She said, when I ordered it from Scott at Conscious Water, had some great service. And uh, of course, I told him that I heard all about him through the podcast. Now, possibly my most loyal listener and a client who's actually become a really good friend now, Valerie. Now, she wrote a very long email while oil pulling. 
You remember that, Chris? Do you oh, remember right. that there was we talked about oil pulling and then I had some we had a comment come in and a and a gentleman, he had an explosion. Okay, so I have to tell you my oil pulling story. So I listened to your podcast and read a few articles on it recently. So I decided to give it a shot. A teaspoon of coconut oil and two drops of peppermint oil. I hit <laughs> I hit the 19th minute. <laughs> Because no, because because you said twenty minutes, right? You you said to do it for twenty minutes. Swish swish swish, twenty minutes. <laughs> and and I had an itch on my nose and had to sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> of, uh, of course. At this time, I wasn't near a sink or garbage, so I ran to the kitchen garbage. Well, I didn't quite get there in time, and I sneezed and sprayed oil from my mouth all over the kitchen counter. <laughs> can you can you imagine the cleanup job that was required? <laughs> I'm not thinking about the cleanup job. I'm picturing him sneezing. That's what I'm and oil yeah. and the coconut oil just flying like those. Are, it's kind of it's going to be everywhere forever. It's going to be one of those things. <laughs> can you see? Yeah, can you imagine the cleanup job required? Laugh out loud. I'll never forget my first uh, oil pulling experience. Need, needless to say, I like it and we'll be better prepared next time. <laughs> Now, Val said she finished, well, actually, she just finished. She finished off her email by saying that I've been doing uh, coconut oil pulling as I type this email. So I'd better go before I have an explosion like one of your gentlemen loyal <laughs> listeners did. I laughed so hard at the time. I just the tears were rolling. So thank you so much for that, Val. OK, so Val actually has like a list of these. And I thought that this was great because it brought in a few more episodes than just the Vegas nerve. We have done a hundred of them and it's not only about episode 86 and 88, right? <laughs> now Val's top hits were that she, she understands that fad diets don't work, that being consistent is much better. And of course, you know, when she's working with me, then she finds that much easier. She did also inject that the interactions between me, Chris, Dr. B, well, they always just make her laugh so often that she just has to listen to it over and over again so that she absorbs the information because, you know, she's just she stops and laughs so much. We, <laughs> we do tend to get off track every once in a while. We do. We Especially go off with Dr. B. Yeah. regularly, of course. Yeah, but it is funny. <laughs> Okay, so off the top of her head, she said the discussion about methylation really helped her to understand what was often going on in her body and why alcohol affects her so much. Right. So I think that that's the one that resonated for me as well. For most of her life, she thought that because her father was a nasty alcoholic, that she actually had associated bad memories with that. So to to take that trauma side of it, as, as what Dr. B talked about, and then the physical side of it that she can't tolerate it, really, really interesting to marry those two together. The episode on tea, where we had the owner of Pluck Tea. Now she came on, that was Jennifer, and she opened her eyes to the benefit of all the different types of tea. And tea is her therapy and become a whole new experience since then. 
She also actually reached out to Dr. Friedman and then went to see him. Um, He's in Toronto, a dentist, a more holistic dentist. And he really helped her to put another piece of the puzzle of her health, uh, her health history and all of that together. And there was a connection with a particular tooth that's bothered her for years. And it really, it, it affected her left ear and her left sinuses. So she was thrilled that her intuition was spot on. And she's even been doing the mouth taping as well since she heard about it. And it really does work. And her son has tried it, even though he thinks, Mom, your health tips are crazy. So she was quite uh, validated by the fact that it, it did actually work and uh, and it did for him, too. Now, she also talked about, do you remember when we when we talked to our lovely farmer, the A2 milk with the nine children? Yes. Yeah. Hard to forget him. Uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> nine Kids, you have nine kids. We got to start there because you must be one seriously busy dad, along with it, along with a herd of cows. You've got nine yeah. kids. Yeah, well, the, the something we never planned, that's for sure. I never did. And, uh, you know, so, yeah, we had the five girls in a row. Hard to believe <laughs> that, that could happen. Yeah. Even that. The Spice Girls retired and you decided, well, we need another <laughs> We need another girl band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, the wife was from a family of seven kids, and wow. that was definite influence. So then Jaron, who was the, our first boy, we would have stopped there. But uh, the reason why we had more is because once we knew he had autism, we knew that he would uh, he would help if he had some y- younger peers, like uh, a younger brother or sister. So we had the one daughter and then the eighth pregnancy Then I guess you'd say uh, we never expected to have twins. Like the twin boys came at the end. And so my wife is a twin and I would say to her every pregnancy, oh, it's going to be twins. It's going to be twins. And then, of course, on the last time it actually is. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, Your your son who has autism, Jaron, is it? Yeah. 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 He's going to be a busy fella. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, Never and done it is good. It is good because we see the younger ones bug him and pester him and you know and and so he has to respond and good. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool, man. It's all great. It's but it is good. busy. I bet it is. I bet it is. <laughs> it's very old, right. it's very old school if you think about it, right? Because big families were the thing on farms way back when. You don't hear about it as yeah. often now, but it definitely no. was uh growing up the generation before. Well, good for you. Hats off, my friend. I've got two and I'm swamped. So yeah, <laughs> nine, can, I can't even, I can't you, even think. You're not allowed to complain one iota anymore, Leah. Nope, I don't, I don't nope, want to hear nope. it. I don't want nope. to know about it because I'm just going to reference John and you, you, <laughs> and, you can zip. And there's yeah. nine. <laughs> Now, Val actually entered that giveaway and she was one of the winners. And not only did she find the episode really interesting and that there are actually different options out there, but when she drank the milk that she won, it it reminded her of summers in Ireland at her granny's farm because that's what they used to do. They used to go and milk the cows. So it was just a lovely one for her. And she absolutely thought that the A2 milk was delicious. Yes, she put about I don't know, six or seven E's in there. And then she, as she reflects on the, the, the episode that she got the most out of was when I shared what my day was like. 
it reinforced for her so much of what she does during the day from drive brushing, detox baths, getting outside for walks to get that vitamin D and exercising, enjoying a cup of tea at about three o'clock and a bonus with some shortbread on the side, yoga, stretching and just starting her day with some warm water and lemon. Now she said there's a lot more, but that's all she can she can recall at the moment. But really, that I think that's great. Get me sharing about my day and all of those kind of things that, you know, that you can do is also it gets validating that you're doing you're on the right path with someone that has, you know, a little bit more knowledge than um, than you do. And then she she finished off with, again, that she really enjoys our humor and everything that she uh, that we put into this that's interjected into this. And every time she says she sees a packet of Skittles, she's reminded of uh, of your comment about eating a rainbow. And does that mean you got to go get a package of <laughs> package of Skittles? I thought that was awesome. <laughs> Then we've got wonderful chemistry and there's another reason why she looks forward to every single episode. We do a wonderful job of spreading knowledge on so many levels about so many topics and she's grateful to be one of our loyal listeners. Well, I say we have to be grateful for people like her because the whole purpose and point of this ep- of this podcast was not to take you and put you on a pedestal. That was my idea off the get-go. No. It was like, just put her on a pedestal, a whole bunch of lights on her, a bunch of fireworks around her and let her talk. But what it, what it really <laughs> is, is about honestly just sharing information. It's supposed to be a conversation. And so we invite everybody to be a part of the conversation. Everybody's story is different and everybody's story has value and adds value to this conversation to make us all better. Absolutely. That's why I do what I do. Wow. Wow. Like, thank you so much, everyone, for sharing your thoughts. I hope that I captured all of them. They were coming in thick and fast at one point and I wasn't staying on top of it. So send them in if you've got something else, because we'll include it on another uh, on another episode. Now, to wrap up this episode with a lovely bow on top, I want to say that I often wonder if, you know, there's just too much pressure out there to get it all right. You know, eat right, drink right, do what you're supposed to do at the right time of day, tick all those healthy boxes day in and day out. And I often mull over the impact on 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 this focus on really, you know, that get it right and you know, that sometimes it's just a bit too much to focus on. After all, there are people out there that never eat a blueberry and they end up surviving just as just as well as everybody else. Well, that may have something to do with your genetics, which is something that I'm going to dive into as we kick off season three in January 2022. Now, I do hope that this podcast and radio show really shows you that the element of living, the really living well It's multi, there's so many branches to it. It's a bit like an octopus or something like that. I don't really know what analogy I'd like to put in there, but it it is a place to put your efforts because I feel like we all need a focus and what that looks like is up to you. Now, you're the one who makes the decisions. You listen to this week in and week out and you get to decide what you hear, if it resonates with you, if you just want to throw it away and then put it into practice. Now, we're not perfect. I'm not perfect. I'm sitting here with my cup of tea and I just had a shortbread before we started. And that's just how I roll. You know, it's Friday when we record this. Chris, you've got your little uh, mug of happy juice going on in there. Yep. And you might have had some ego waffles before. I mean, whatever. Yep. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. We, uh, if we, if I made you 
you a t-shirt, a t-shirt, it would say on the front of the t-shirt, it's a shortbread kind of day, right? That's and, right. And that's okay to have a shortbread kind of day, just like it's okay to have a happy juice kind of day. Exactly. Exactly. Because I think striving towards the perfection is actually more harmful than eating the damn cookie, right? And if we go back to yeah. the connection between your thoughts and, you know, just the pressure that we put on ourselves all the time. I, I just so hope that it comes across that it is the small things that you do moving forward. So another topic that we're actually going to get into in 2022 is about your personal responsibility and why we keep doing the same things over and over and over again. And how is that serving us? Because I think that's another aspect to be able to look at from like kind of from a bird's eye view. So I'm really excited to share my personal, my own intuitive coach that I speak to every week about this topic. So watch out for that. That's going to come in early 22 as well. Now to finish off, Chris, I cannot thank you enough for everything that you do. I know I say this, but you know, it, it really is incredible. This has been such a partnership from the first time that we sat in the radio studio together to now you in your bathroom, me in my closet and what we put together every week. It has a purpose. It has impact and it does change lives. And I'm so thrilled to be on this journey with you and all of our loyal listeners. So thank you to everyone, including you, Chris, for sharing, for commenting, for listening, for up-leveling your knowledge and putting some things into practice. Well, I don't know what to, I don't know what to say to that. That's that's extremely sweet. Thank you, thank you very much. You say up leveling of my knowledge base. It was pretty much on the floor before I met you. So, <laughs> I mean, that's a bar that didn't have to raise extremely high. Yeah, <laughs> but I must admit, it's through the roof now. My friends are like, "What is it that you're taking? Are you taking vitamins or something?" Because, you know, my, my conversations now suddenly drift to these topics. And yeah, uh, to to the stuff we talk about. And all of a sudden, I'm like this, where did that come from? (laughs) And sometimes, sometimes I admit that it came from you. Other times I just bask in their glory and, you know, take it for myself. But most of the time I tell them it came from my friend Leanne. I love it. And to finish off episode one. Hundred. Bum, 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 bum. Fireworks. Fireworks. Elephants. All of it. All that kind of stuff. Cue oh, the yeah. horn Elephants. section. <laughs> <laughs> then please remember to eat this one mouthful at a time. 